happy August, everyone, and good morning. I'm going to give you a disclaimer right now because (laughs) I got a new kitten. And um, as you guys already knew, I had a cat who's only a year old um, already, and she's used to being the queen. So these two are trying to find some balance. So I may be cutting in and out, hopefully not, but they're at this thing where they're both hissing at each other or my cat, Daenerys, Daenerys, is swatting at my new little kitten, Rainies. You guys haven't noticed, I am a huge Game of Thrones fan. Um, it's funny though, because I she's a Rainies is an all black kitten, and I always wanted an all black kitten to name it Luna because I was, you know, I am a huge Sailor Moon fan. But I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna keep the Targaryen name, and they both have the middle name Skywalker. So now she's Rainies. If you don't know who Rainies is, you'll find out soon when I think House of the Dragon comes out. She is. Aegon the Conqueror's, I believe, uh, one of his sister wives, right along with Visenya. So, yeah. If you haven't read the Targaryen story, I highly recommend because it's very good. And like I said, I'm a huge nerd, so it doesn't bother me any. But, um, yeah, life has been crazy. I got, we got our little kitten. My husband said that's it. <laughs> well, we didn't expect to have one um, so soon. Because I guess uh, a friend of his, um, he had moved somewhere and then he found out, they found out he had a cat and they said he had to get rid of it. And so we were like, well, Daenerys, you know, was by herself quite a bit because we're always gone doing everything and working and stuff. And so why not get her a sister? So that opportunity came faster than we thought. And now we have a little baby that she's trying to get used to. And she's about to try to pounce on her. But yeah, if you hear bells, those are my cats. Um, Rainy's is very playful and bitey. She's a Gemini. <laughs> so, um, and my uh, Daenerys is a Sagittarius. But yeah, I know, crazy, right? You, I know someone's like, you did, uh, 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 oh my gosh. No, be careful. But um, yeah, <sighs> sorry, I get distracted. But yeah, so that's my life right now. I'm also doing some chart readings for people that um, they were like, "Oh, you're you're doing uh, you're doing this," and they want me to do it in the medical astrology. And of course, I don't want anyone to think that I'm diagnosing. So I don't. I just like look at the planets and see where the aspects are, and um, if it could be causing you like sickness or you know whatever is going on in your life. Um, I do it for a very cheap price because I am not perfect at it. I am still like you guys said, you guys know I'm in a astrology course. I actually just got an add on to that astrology course where um, because this teaches me the basic ways to read a needle chart, which is important in medical astrology. Um, And now I am I have uh, signed myself up for the relationship synastry so it's gonna be you guys I'm so excited because it's gonna help the show even more um that way I'll be able to know what I'm talking about and not have to rely on just books because no matter how many books you get it's like it's almost kind of like the same information and Daenerys be nice be nice honey okay um hey rainies 
don't swat. Be nice. But, um, yeah, it's like, I, you guys know I read and I have thousands of books and I read lots of stuff online and everything, but it's just like, I wanted to take myself to the next level. And I was like, why not just get myself an astrology course, pay for it, you know, and everything. And, um, it'll be worth the money. Cause that way I could, you know, like I said, do things for you. Uh, if I finally get that Patreon going, and keywords finally it'll probably be something that is added on to it for of course it's going to be a little bit more pricey not crazy it'll probably be like twenty dollars um for readings or something you know like if you if you get like that tier you'll get a, a free reading um well a reading and then the bonus podcast that I'm thinking about doing up there um but yeah um <laughs> Yeah, so today I decided to come on um, because I wanted to get this kind of out of the way. You know, it's still with the sexuality book. Of course, we're finished with the sex parts. I have a new sex book that we're going to be coming out in the next few episodes um, or days. I've just been really crazy busy, like I said, um, reading charts for people, um, or, you know, like, and telling them, like, you know, what it means and all that stuff, so, yeah, it's very cheap, like I said, um, for right now, because it's giving me practice, but once I start getting really good, of course, it's going to go up, you know, but yeah, so, I'm using the sexuality book, and this time, I'm going to read the body and soul of the man and woman, because I believe it's not that long, I was going to do sign and mind, but, you guys, I was looking through that, and it's horribly boring. It's more about, like, the archetypes and all that shit, and I was like, I don't want to bore them, you know? I mean, if you guys want to hear it, and by the way, I I started a Twitter. It's at the Charming, um, the Charming Libra, um, and the, oh my god, Rainies, you're, you're, you're killing me, Smalls, come on. But yeah, uh, sex astrology, the astrology of uh, the sexes, the sex and the sexes by Starsky and Cox. Um, I'm going to start out with the Leomian, of course. Um, so this is body and soul. And it says, when consci- when consciously brandishing his metaphorical sword of you guys behave, come on, behave. Uh-uh, Mary, I mean, uh, Rainies, no. I'm sorry, you guys, you gotta hear that. Daenerys, don't, don't, no, no. You guys, stop it. My God. I might have to get you guys out of here, okay? Anyways. (sighs) All right, so. uh, It says, when consciously brandishing, brandishing this metaphorical sword of righteousness... Leo's brand of confidence isn't viewed as priggish arrogance, but rather a fiery magnetism that no other man can equal. And by the way, if I didn't mention, this is the Leo man that we're doing first, and then we're going to go straight to Leo women. Okay, anyways. Uh, that no other man can equal in, it, in, in its best light has no effort approach to life is perceived not as smug or lazy, but rather as self-assured, devoid of any 
over eagerness or artifice. Whereas many men resort to fanciful displays, meal posturing or slick shittics, especially in their quest for sexual relationships, Leo is sure he's appealing enough without such fandango. So, um, this is so, like, I agree completely. Because, like, I don't know if you guys don't realize, but it's like, um, Virgo men, I mean, whoa, Virgo men, Leo men, they just have this regalness about their personality. You know what I mean? Like, without, like, just the way they carry themselves, the way they walk, the way they move, it's very, very kink, kingly, you know, regal, very magnetic, very confident. Like, these men know that they can get what they want. They really do. And that's why they're so confident because they usually do. They can get anything they want. And when it comes to relationship wise, they know how to get, they know how to capture that woman's attention. So, um, for example, I don't know if I was like, I know you guys, like maybe this is dating my age, but like NSYNC, NSYNC used to be a very popular boy band group. (laughs) And so I was horribly obsessed with JC Chazé. Um, stop. Um, he's the one with the beautiful blue eyes and dark hair. He was pretty much him and Justin Timberlake were pretty much the lead singers of the group. And, um, he was a Leo. He actually wore a Leo necklace, um, that he had all the time. Um, and I don't know what it was, but it's just like, even though Justin Timberlake was like hot, like really hot, um, it was like JC's like, I don't know, his he just seemed like he had confidence in those eyes just seemed so like captivating and I don't know. I just it just drew me to him and that's 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 really when I started to kind of like get into like astrology relationship stuff. So I was like, Oh, he's a Leo, I'm a Libra. Like, is that a good match? And of course it was because fire and air. Um But yeah, it was <laughs> It was very interesting. And then I also know some um, Leo men uh, as well. And one of them seems to seriously get whatever he wants. He can get any woman he wants. He walks around like he's the shit. Very confident. Very, you know, like he loves it. He loves the spotlight. So, I mean, it doesn't lie there. So it says to him, less is always more. And like his symbol, lion, whose mane is proof of masculinity, the Leo man prides himself on a naturally rugged manner on a rugged, manly manner and style requiring <laughs> a little more than soap and disposable razor for personal grooming. Consider the list of famous Leo actors, Robert Mincham, Kevin Spacey, Robert Redford, Robert De Niro, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Sean Penn, and Edward Norton, and Woody Harrelson. So I only know a few of those. So, yeah. Anyways. Um... All unshowy jeans and blazer types whose acting skills are forever being toted and honest, naturalistic. Oh my God, Rainies. Honey, stop. Oh, ouch. Hold on a second, you guys. Oh my gosh, you're killing. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. I had to 
I just had to go in the room. Um, she was just would not stop biting the living hell out of me, even though she's a kitten and she has these little tiny teeth and little tiny nails. They still hurt when she bites hard enough. And it's like she's attacking the book and I can't deal, you know, so I'm just going to get through this and then I'll be back out there or whatever. So anyways, <sighs> all decidedly unshowy jeans and blazer types whose acting styles are forever being touted at honest and naturalistic. And as well as each of these men in private in, in the extreme, exposing another common misconception about the Leo male, that he longs for the spotlight on a global scale. As a personification of a masculine fixed fire status, by the time he's an adult, Leo already considers himself a star. They're, they're very confident, guys. Regardless of his profession and as such, he doesn't need proof in the form of universal attention on any kind of grand scale. Rather, he knows that plenty of people will be drawn to him. He'll simply select those he deems worthy to enter his personal private sphere just as Arthur fills the seats at his round table with only the best and brightest while Shakespeare's Henry must eschew such losers as Falstaff and company. So, yeah, like Leo's, they, it's not like they're like, oh, I got to try to do this. They, they know they are the shit. Like, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes, you know, like, like I said, they're mag, they're magnet, they're very, um, they have a lot of magnetism, but sometimes like if you get around the wrong Leo and it also depends on what they're like, sun, moon rising. And I mean, well, obviously this is Leo sun. So moon rising, and all that shit is, you know, Mercury, because some of them can come off as downright cocky as fuck. And that's why, um, usually I have not met a Leo man that, you know, besides when I was like little and loved JC from NSYNC, but I haven't really found myself like really like wanting to be with a Leo guy, like when I was single, like it just, I, I I like confidence, but I don't like when you're rude and cocky and you think your shit don't stink. So, um, that's just me though. But it, it is sexy though when a guy is confident. Anyways, in this exclusive circumstance, he is like the sun, designed to inspire growth, whether fostering others' creative development, like Robert Redf Redford with his aptly named Sundance Institute, or in the fatherly focus upon his favorite children, or even in his notoriously "Who's your daddy?" approach toward women. Leo Mann projects a sense of health and vitality, unlike his predecessor, Cancer, who strikes to appear the golden boy, somehow always missing the mark. Leo Mann can't help but exude a florid radiance, no matter how discreet or brooding he may wish to look. He's like a Thomas um, Ekins subject come to life, a sanguine potent of the natural environment. So I don't know about you guys, but I feel like when it comes to Leo and Cancer, I feel like they're very unique. And why do I say that? Because of course, every sign is unique, but they are the two signs that have, that are the only signs that rule the sun and the moon. Everyone else is doubled up. Like, um, you know, um, technically, you know, like Pisces has a ruler of Jupiter. That's the original ruler. And, but now it's Neptune. So it's like, it has a Neptune and Jupiter, you have Scorpio who has uh, Mars and Pluto, you know, and a lot of the outer, like, past, once it gets uh, toward, um, I think, I think Capricorn is Saturn only, but I know that um, 
Aquarius, I believe, is Saturn and Uranus for their rulers. So, you know, it just starts to double up Venus and Taurus both rule Venus, you know. So, um, they these are the only people who actually have the sun and the moon. And the sun is, you know, it's the center of life pretty much. It's vitality. So, yeah, these people are very kingly. Very, very, like, it's like everything revolves around them, kind of. So, it's as if he can't quite escape his sunny planetary rulership and try as he may to slink into a corner or get lost in a crowd. He unwillingly attracts attention, indeed adoration, from an ever-widening circle of both male and female admirers. Simply put, Leo Man has a palpable presence, a supernatural bearing that suggests complete comfort with self, a physical ease that's easy to envy, literally wholesome, every part of his well-proportioned body seeming equally strong and perfectly connected. His typically rope-like muscles creating one continual flow from his majestic head down to his wide, steady feet. His pulling apart sun's glyph, uh, remember, symbolizes the principle of completion in the zodiac. He is first and foremost a self-contained individual and one full possession of his faculties able to fire on all metaphysical levels, from the physical on up to the spiritual Indeed, Leo Man appears on the surface to have no disabilities or dysfunctional behaviors. Nothing in his body language suggests weakness or disease. He'll seldom be seen leaning, shuffling, or shifting his weight from one leg to another. Rather, he stands square, his entire self held solidly in space. Rarely will there be even the slightest hint of tension, anxiety, or over-eagerness in his expression. Like all fixed signs, including Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, there is something come hither about the lion, which for him manifests as an entirely laid back physicality and a candid, nearly expectant look on his face. Many, many mistakes this open quality as the mark of an outgoing personality, while in truth, the male lion is anything but extroverted. Not to suggest he's shy either, it's just that most people don't hold anything but the vaguest interest for him. Yeah, so you notice that they, I don't know, like, I feel like I meet extroverted Leos, um, Leo men, but yeah, they, they're definitely not as, I feel like they're not as crazy, or no, I don't want to say crazy, as loud um, as the Leo woman can be. Like, they're not like, look at me, look at like like pretty much screaming for attention like they just know they have it so they they don't have to really make it known that's what I feel like they just know that oh you know I'm here you know if they if they see someone they're like I'm gonna get that person they don't really make a move they just they let the person come to them anyways ironically one might say he's blatantly nonchalant and it's his it's this double whammy of glowing presence and arm's length insuance that combines to form the infamous Leo charisma like the sun, he radiates such heat, actual vitality, power, and authority that others are simply prevented from getting too close, which of course suits Leo man just fine. When it comes to male friendships, Leo is notorious for having few to none and save for the one queen or a boy prince. This manically monogamous man is forever expecting to meet. He makes no room in his life for close relationships. So yeah, if you guys haven't heard, for those of you who haven't heard um, the Leo episode, Leo man episode, surprisingly they are extremely loyal um a lot of people assume they are cheaters but really they are they have a a heart of gold you know leo fools a heart and 
they have the most, I feel like they can be one of the most loyal signs. Um, if they're, you know, if they're healthy, like mentally and everything else, they don't like, they don't look at any other woman. The person they love is the person they're going to be with. Um, indeed, he is delighted to go through his daily routine solo, casually happening upon people, a slew of acquaintances, thus avoiding the bother of having to invest himself emotionally to 99% of the population, he will remain in an in untouchable, unattainable entity. Indeed, a lot of people get burned by the Leo, whose decidedly sunny looks belie his ferociously smug personality, and it often comes as a shock to be snubbed or scorned by someone so seemingly shiny and affable, like approaching what appears to be a sweet tabby cat only to find you've just tried to pet Garfield. As befits his golden boy status, Leo's, Leo Man's general coloring is auric and ready. So this is where this kind of, I hope no one gets offended, but this is where they will assume what a Leo's, you know, like race, well, ethnicity um, their body type and all this shit, please don't take this to heart because you already know that majority of it is going to, I mean, it's not as bad as the other book that I had read you guys. That one's purely European. This one will consider other things, but it's just like, there's so many Leos in the world. They're not all going to look like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, take it with a grain of salt. Okay. That's all I ask. So it says, Leo Man's general coloring is auric and ruddy. Like Cancer, he will be fairer than other members of his family, though not pale and watery like the Moon Man, but rather flushed and often blotchy with blonde or red hair, even when of Latin, Mediterranean, or, Afri- or African descent. As a note to his symbol lines, main Leo guy sports thickly tousled locks, coarser straw-like in texture, Often atop a splendidly low hairline, his face can best be described as weathered. And even from a young age, his kisser is crinkled and what one naively assumes are welcoming laugh lines about the cheeks, temples, and even his bushy brow. His dry skin is terribly sensitive, sunburning or freckling readily, and ironically, he must be careful to protect himself against moles and small skin cancers used by the harmful rays of his sun roller. The best way to spot a Leo is by the sheer size and perfect symmetry of his head and facial features. Being head headedness is not big headedness is not purely metaphorical attribute of the Leo man. And getting close enough to see the details of his expression, one might wonder what exactly seemed so warm and welcoming. For there, for there is a decided edge to this this man. Uh, what looked at first like laughing eyes may indeed narrow and fix one cautionally in their gaze. One soon realizes, too, that it's not easy task to get this guy to crack so much as a smile. Leo keeps his typically ample lips tightly pursed into a pucker, a place where he tends to store hidden tension. Fittingly, he is reluctant to express p- pleasure with even the most meager of grins. Such shows a favor he feels are not easily won. Thus, his winningness smiles are reserved for momentously pleasing occasions. Even when he does grant the occasional sly dog grin, he is not so much smiling at people as he is smiling on them. Indeed, in a quest for Leo's approval, we may all at one time or another find themselves reduced to the court jesters he casts us as jumping through hoops to elicit even the most reluctant smirk. Excuse me. Um, 
Leo is naturally fit fellow. Not surprisingly, he may be something of a fat phobe, projecting a kind of body fascism unto others, particularly his sexual partners. Blessed, blessed as, as he is with an undisputed masculine physique, Leo is confident enough neither to accentuate nor de-emphasize his shape with any special style of clothing. An invasion, I'm sorry, an aversion to anything artificial means cotton and wool are the mainstays of his wardrobe. Classic preppy brands like Brooks Brothers, Polo, and Lacoste are bastion of Leonin style. Indeed, Oxford shirts seem made to measure on his inviolably V-shaped torso. Although he'll forgo ironing for a clean but crumpled look, born with pectoral muscles, most men spend their lifetime in, in a gym trying to develop his chest may be especially well-defined. Rarely does Leo fight the battle of the bulge, generally boasting a flat middle that is nonetheless nearly impossible to chisel into a neat six-pack. There is a meatiness to his big bone man that forms into hard mass through any heft to his tummy. It's typically more thick skin than fat. Leo man is is as powerfully built in the legs as he is in the torso. Another clue to picking him up, picking him out of a lineup. He'll never be the gym rat with a pumped up top and weedy legs. On the contrary, everything flows in perfect proportion through the male Leo body right down to his often oversized hands and feet and an animalist feature that gives him an even more solid and ground countenance his package is similarly designed as leo is really one to be seriously lacking in that department not overly hung perhaps but considerably thick um oh let me read that again i didn't realize it, it says his package is similarly designed as leo is really one to be seriously lacking in that department not overly hung perhaps but considerably thick oh so I guess they just have the whole package, you guys. And I say this um, as far as when it says they're hardly ever fat. So in medical astrology, usually if you have like fire in a certain area, I believe it's, is it the sun and Mars? I think the sun and Mars determine, um, I'll have to double check. Yeah, it's either Sun and Mars or just Mars. Mars, I know, determines how good you burn calories, basically, right? And if your Mars is in a fire or or air sign, you're pretty much fucking golden. <laughs> I mean, fire is the fastest, of course, um, and air is second fastest. So usually that means you will burn calories and you'll most likely be able to keep a, you know, more slender, like, you know, good physique because you're burning fat. Um, if your Mars falls in a water or air sign, I mean, I'm sorry, water or earth sign, water is slow, but earth is the worst. Um, yours truly has a fucking earth mars so yeah it is very true that i don't i'm I'm not even that hungry because it even says if you have like a earth and earth mars you're not going to really be that hungry because your food your food like burns so slow and for me i have to watch what i eat i have to move i have to do everything or else i blow up in seconds like i gain weight very easily so Count yourself lucky, especially if you have like Aries, you know, if it's exalted and shit or in its rulership or something like that, you're very blessed.
Oh, and Scorpios, though, they're actually, they don't count. So if you have a Scorpio Mars, it's still good because we go by the original ruling planet in medical astrology. So Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So you guys are lucky and still are able to burn some fucking shit. But the rest of us, like Pisces, Cancer, and Virgos, and all that stuff, ain't ha- I mean, it, it can happen, but like I said, you're going to have to move and actually, you know, do your best to eat correctly. Um, anyways. All right, so where was I at? Okay, it says his conjones. Two, may share the outsized quality of his other extremities. After all, creative power is an aspect of Leo's need of fifth house. And the source of that virality, um, symbolically or otherwise, seems to reside in his relaxed low hangers. Naturally, too, Leo sports some some goodly body hair, symmetrically situated and often blondish in hue. Rarely, if ever, will be the will be her stew in the extreme. In the pubic area, his hair will be sparse, wiry rather than dense. Oh, okay, they get very detailed. Often trailing into his buttocks and inner thigh regions. However, those sensitive areas of his anatomy are rarely glimpsed. Let's just say Leo is seldom one to sport a speedo, and even on an infernal August day, he is won't. It says that, not me. To be conservatively but casually outfitted in full-length trousers and button-down shirt. For all of the men in the Zodiac, Leo is easily the most modest, not to mention the least promiscuous and the absolute pickiest and choosiest. Wow, even more than Libra? Oh, oh, I see. So that's uh, the Leo man's body and soul. So let's jump to the Leo woman, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay, let's see what we got here. So this is the body and soul of sexy Leo woman. Rawr. I know, weak, I know. Anyway, so Leo woman infused with so much physical and emotional energy always seems, despite her actual size or stature, somewhat larger than life. Anybody who is friends with a um, Leo woman, you know this damn well to be true. I know it. My friend loves that. Anyway, no matter how conscious an effort she might make at appearing demure, the sheer power of her being bellies, any such stabs at subtlety. (laughs) She is haughty, cunning like a cat, somewhat savage in her movements, athletic, often exhibiting a defined musculature. Her brand of beauty is distinctly fiery, made all the more vivid by overt personal style choices as she often kits herself out in boldly revealing clothes, brightening her hair to a golden red or flaxen blonde. And that's what's funny. My Leo friend is a blonde. It's a fla- She's a flaxen blonde. I think um, right now her hair is kind of a little reddish, uh, too. And then my other friend is also... Um, well, I can't really, she's a, she's a Leo rising and a Leo moon, so I don't, I mean, I guess this can go for, like, somewhat rising goes for looks, but yeah, her hair, um, she dyes it blonde as well, so yeah, usually the most Leos I do see is blonde, so that doesn't surprise me, 
And that would, that would, that would make sense why I, you know, I do that myself. I've had my hair blonde a couple times. I love that color. I love that jet black and, um, a nice soft browns. I just love doing those colors and some red, some darker red, but red doesn't really look good on me. Anyway, if she's not careful, Leo may miss the golden girl mark completely coming across instead as brassy, a quality that too often matches her broad, outgoing personality. Indeed, there is rarely anything fragile in her physicality. She she is, after all, the huntress of the zodiac and, as such, exudes a ferocity that befits her lioness totem. It is this very rough and tumble man that makes Leo the most tangible, tangibly sexy woman on the astrological wheel. Her presence poses a challenge to a would-be lover, as if to say, are you up to this? Even when pent sighs, she can't help but give a man pause. A potential mate need only be introduced to a Leo woman to sense the death of her passion, passionate nature. And despite her obvious physical appeal, it is this underlying fire that is most daunting. He realizes right from the start that to survive a relationship with Leo woman requires a lion's share of energy, sacrifice, and above, above all, emotional stamina. So, yes, I always feel that um, Leo's they're they're very they want someone to match their emotions they have to have someone that recognizes how they feel about them and understand it they're also very i feel like they're they um words of affirmation is really good for this sign um for especially for the leo woman because they love to know that they're doing a good job and that you're making them happy and all that other good stuff um, as the queen of the jungle, she packs a one too much of raw earthiness and regal imperiousness designed to com- communicate that she feels comfortable and absolutely empowered at the top of any human heat, particularly in her numerous platonic relationships, relationships with other women. She is forever reinforcing her alpha status like Artemis with her troop of nymphs or even her hunting dogs. The Leo, too, has her bunch of bitches fiercely taking the lead in every social situation. Unlike the male Leo who guards his anatomy, autonomy at all um, emotional costs, the lioness eagerly invites a circle of admirers who unfailingly, unfailingly honor her inherent self-styled VIP status. She may even keep company with a bevy of queenie males. Leo is the Zodiac's preeminent fag hag. Ooh, um, that's the book, not me. I don't, I don't like that word. Although in such a scenario, she'll invest her affections even less. For in truth, Leo woman is not generally loving. Rather, she saves her fervent devotion for just one or two lucky and hopefully hardy individuals. More than most fully matured females, Leo remains devoted to one long-standing best friend from childhood, someone whose life should revolve around her, though rarely vice versa. However, such close confidence aside, she is a flashy female who rarely leaves the house without doting entourage deferring her command and surely making her one of the easier females to spot in a crowd. Leo Lady isn't so much into her room as Stormit. Her vivacious body language is an eye-catching as her colorfully coordinated appearance. Even her voice stands out, a gravely honeyed growl that regularly crescendos into explosions of full-bodied laughter. Like her male counterpart, she is naturally fit, blessed with a low percentage of fat and a muscled physique. The odd Leo woman is known to suddenly balloon up, but this, in generally, the physical manifestation of a blocked emotional life, and often she'll deflate as quickly as she expanded. But even in such an uncharacter- 
uncharacteristically swelled state, Leo isn't one to hide her robust appearance for whatever she has she flaunts. The lioness always appears built to last, a countenance that can't help but hint at strength and endurance in the bedroom. Though generally beautiful, there may be a hardest to Leo's face that saves her from ever being considered pretty. As one might expect of the premier sun-kissed kitten, she is typically literally thick skin and may look weathered. Her skin is often pale, freckled, or even in, or uneven tone. Tanning herself into a tawny hue, though easy to do, usually has a detrimental drawing effect, and she may have fine traces of barely detectable hairs about her jawline and above her solidity, solidity set lips. Extraordinarily, she does look much like an animal namesake. Her brow is furrowed about flashing and inescapable eyes. Her somewhat flattened nose flares intermittently. Intermittently, her mouth seems designed to devour and erratically mask a cunning, if not jagged, smile. Framing Leo's signature heart-shaped face is her infamous mane, a great head of hair that often causes her some stress and styling. As it is surprisingly straight, sparse, and dry, she goes to great lengths to make her mop look more voluminous, often wildly overhandling it with her typically low hairline and the addition of artificial curls an endless product, she will truly appear very much the tousled lioness. Leo's jaw, like the rest of her, is strong and well-defined. Her neck sinewy, her shoulders athletically square, as her upper torso, which boasts very little curve, even at the waist. As a nod to her bare-breasted Artemis archetype, Leo's tits are legendary, perfectly formed and almost always symmetrical. These high and mighty masterpieces are certainly worthy of exhibition. And though her back and chest may be broad, those lovely orbs are either too big nor too small, just perfectly ample. And don't think she doesn't know it. In fact, anything, nothing in the Leo's body's language suggests she's insecure about anything. She most deliberately with a natural grace that is slinky like a cat's rather than, say, delicate as a swan's. Overall, she is sinewy and her Leo rolled back muscles in particular tend to ripple when she moves. Her tummy can be a weak spot uh, or... Yeah, a weak spot. Most Leo women overcompensate here, working hard to develop abs of steel while her ass is generally on the high side and rounded without the slightest wobble. In some cases, Leo women's behind will be bodacious, a marvel of nat- nature, plump if not slightly overgrown, envied by friends, and endlessly focused upon by a mate. Though her hip bones may protrude somewhat, Leo's pubic region is ironically the most demure part of her body. Encased in a fine, soft peach fuzz, the lioness pussy doesn't appear the fierce vagina dentata one might expect to uncover. Oh my god. With lips tightly drawn in, the crevice itself is short and subtly situated, her clit silently retiring. Still, Leo's kitty is highly sensitive and naturally strong, and his ability to grip and squeeze, whereby she's easily able to achieve vaginal orgasm with little need for a supplemental stimulation. Her legs tend to be lean and mighty, the calf and thigh muscle visibly ripped like those of an adolescent boy. Physical evidence of Leo's masculine role as well as the swift athletic energy of her huntress prototype. Boyish too are her feet and hands which can be rough and dry a condition that no amount of cream or other cures seem to contract. Even when dolled up in Versace or Dolce & Gabbana, quintessential Leonin designer garb, 
exotically sexy, and tastefully flamboyant. There is still a decidedly unfussy and low-maintenance quality to the lioness's appearance. She can't help but exude a naturally raw sexuality despite fashionable trappings, careful grooming, or the constant cosmetic um, makeover she gives herself. Even Lucille Ball, with all her war paint, red hair, and Hollywood wardrobe, was never able to pull off the part of Glamour Queen. She was much more in her element, says catfighting in a great great vat. Madonna, too, with her myriad disguises and attempts to seem aloof, simply never looks sublime, ethereal, or even truly untouchable. Indeed, not no amount of artifice masks Leo woman's authenticity. What you see is what you get, and she's generally looking to let you see more than most. In the dead of winter, for instance, she'll go strapless, intrigued as she is by Chica Chick styles, inspired by tropical climes regions where, like her, the sun is always shining. Who will ever forget JLo and her barely there Versace number? You know, the one that helped to make her name as common as Kleenex. Leo women. Leo woman is literally hot. Her body temperature tends to hover just above normal, and in her search for a lover, she she seeks someone who projects a similar heat. The naked truth is Leo woman's personality cannot help but be revealed, and if and it often sees her revel to boob. Most lionesses don't do phony. When she tries, she never quite pulls it off. And nothing, something to which anyone who is who has suffered Madonna's Arats Brit accent will attest for the simple reason that she tends to overdo it. As in everything she endeavors, certainly she finds success by being a bit of a copycat. Running with others, only half-baked ideas she completes with others stumble upon or pioneer doing up all the takes on. That includes her attendance as at, at a social function. She will have you know she's in the house, no half measures. Leo is truly a whole person, meaning she embodies 100% whatever she is undertaking at any given moment. She's on the hunt, remind a ritual drama of self-sacrifice to which she gives over utterly in astrology's fifth house drama department. She is... She is undisputed queen, a native of the second quadrant of emotion. She plays life by heart, relating to experience spontaneously and viscerally, often in the extreme. She is showy, swashbuckling, and shrewd, if not shrewish in her dealings. She breaks into conversation. Every reaction surfaces in her as if technicolor flashing in her eyes, flushing in her cheeks, flaring up in her speech. Of all the women in the Zodiac, she is the most saucy and brazen. She can be loud and pushy, prima donna, though rarely demure enough to fully pull off that title. In time, she should evolve a sense of calm in the candid expression of her passions and opinions. A poorly aspected Leo personality will be characterized by brutal curtness and bullying directed primarily at those she manically curses for them being better than herself, unwittingly, unwitting objects of her signature insane jealousy. Whatever the case, Leo will have you know that she never caters to anyone but herself. Au contraire, she expects others to do any and all grunt work while she remains calm, cold, command central. As evidenced by her usual posse of female devotees, others exists to entertain her. From her perspective, everyone else is infinitely more dull than she, the dramatic dame. Only people with visible passion akin to her own will catch her notice. Those lacking this particular trait in her estimation deserve to play the part of handmaiden or fool for her emotional edification. So, yes, so Leo women, um, they're the opposite of the Leo man who seems to be confident and 
doesn't he knows he he knows he can get what he wants so he doesn't chase after he lets everything comes to him he's confident while the leo woman is confident she needs she needs a lot of attention she needs people to adore her and be like girl you look bomb it's like it's just like that's just how it is and i know you guys don't like to admit it but it's the truth because I I have Leo friends and that's exactly how they are. They have to be center of attention. And if they're not, they get very upset. They don't like it. They don't like the person who is like getting the attention. You know, they just have to be the center of attention. And I found this uh, article interesting because it pretty much goes over like, you know, personality plus, like, how, like, their physical body, like, I didn't know it was going to be talking about their, how tight their vagina and how thick and fat their dicks are and all this stuff, but, um, it's, like, kind of short and sweet, and so that's, that's it, that was it for the Leo woman, so I just came up here just to read that, because I'm going to add that as little mini episodes, um, because the next one will, of course, be the sexual aspect with two different books. Um, so it's probably going to be a long episode, which I'm sure you guys don't mind because those are the episodes that do the best up here. Um, I'm also going to be coming back on to do a Lionsgate. If you guys don't know, August 8th, 8-8 is a Lionsgate portal in astrology, which is the time for great manifestations. I mean, great. So like during this week, we're having that energy. So use this week with that energy to whatever you're doing, whatever you want is now the time to go for it. Um, That, you know, 8-8 is the new moon and everything. So um, the new moon is definitely for manifesting. So like, let's get it going. Let's figure it out. Let's use this energy for what it is. Um, So I will be doing that. And um. I will be talking to you guys later. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, let me know if how you felt about it. I just felt like, you know, I might as well use that aspect because a lot of people kind of like to know that kind of stuff. Um, like I said, there is this is just their interpretation of what most Leos look like and everything. Don't think, oh, because you're overweight or you look something like something else doesn't mean you're less of a Leo. It's just you know, they, they have like that basic, big, basic bitch syndrome when it comes to describing shit. So, um, you guys take care. I got to get to my cats cause they are meowing. So love you guys to pieces. Have an amazing day.